0: The World Series is over, baseball season has ended, and we got new world champions. I talk about the World Series, I give my aspect on that, and then we'll talk a little bit about what's to come in the offseason, all that and more, here on The Deadline. Welcome back to The Deadline and... Today we're going to talk about the World Series and what a great World Series we had. Two teams battling out, going back and forth. Every game was close. I think except for one, which was Game Two. I think it was like eleven to one or eleven to two. But other than that, you had two great teams. Battling out, both teams deserved it after what we thought won't get this far. And for the first time in their team history, the Texas Rangers win a World Series. And I'll be honest with you folks. I originally had them winning. I know I said I did have them win in seven games. They win in five. But once we hit the last, what, few weeks of the regular season, I didn't think they were going to win. I am 100% honest with you. The pit, the starting pitching was good. The hitting was good. But I thought once the bullpen came up, that was it. That was it. Like, they weren't going to win. The bullpen was terrible the last couple years of the season. Chapman wasn't himself. Smith wasn't himself. And they surprised me, folks. They really did. They surprised me. And you can't, you can't complain about the Rangers winning. After years and years of retooling. After watching the teams get better. They finally ended up finding the pieces and winning their championship. And it's not just one guy that helped them win. It's not. You know, usually everyone will pick on, like, oh, this guy carried the team or this guy carried this team. They all did. They all worked together, and it was a combination of young and veteran players. And you don't really see that much. Either one team goes really, really young, one team has two or three, you know, young kids and a bunch of veterans. This was honestly a mixture of both. It reminded me of the 2016 Cubs. where Bryant was a rookie. You know, Bias was, I believe, two, a year or two in his season. Rizzo, I mean, Rizzo was there for a while, but, you know, he was also starting to grow and become a a good player. But then they also had the veteran leadership and Lester, Lackey, Ross, Um, Chapman, another one. You know, they had that veteran leadership. And that's what the Rangers have. Simeon, Seeger, Evaldi, Montgomery, Chapman. These are guys who've won with other teams. And... They've gone through it. They know how tough it is. They know the experience. So when you have a guy like Heim and Garcia and you know Mitch Garver, and LeClerc these kids who never really experienced the World Series you know, they got help from these guys who have been there and have won with other teams. And that's what I like to see. They were, everything was going really, really well. And on top of that, you had a winning manager coming into this season. A three-time World Series champion in Bruce Bogey. Who has... Any... You know, basically, any, any team that he's managed has at least gone to the World Series. The Padres... I mean, they haven't won. But they got to the World Series. The Giants... He's won three world championships in five years. And now you have the Texas Rangers in his first year with the ball club. And I want to bring that up again is that Bruce Bochy was the manager of this team. And why is that important? Because last year, another old school manager in Dusty Baker won. And he did the exact same thing that Bruce Bochy did this year. 'Cause if you go on and you listen to the analytics, no apparently no pitcher could go three times around the batting order. But you look at the old school baseball Managers did the exact same thing. Their pitcher pitched well. They went into the seventh inning. They went into the 8th Their old school style. Two years in a row, an old school manager won. Let the managers manage, guys. That's what it's about. rely too heavily on analytics because I don't think they're going to win. I think it's slowly dying. That's my opinion. But anyway, the Rangers ended up winning. They ended up winning a five. Corey Seager ended up being the World Series MVP and why not? He deserves it. He's did phenomenal in that World Series. Uh, Marcus Simeon. You seen him when he hit the home run in game five. To make it four nothing, or five nothing I believe, sorry. He was happy. He was like a kid. A little kid. That had a home run. You know, in, in Little League. He's jumping around, and he said it. He said it, too. He's like, I never get that excited. Because I haven't gotten that, ex- not even in League. Well, then he did. And this is his first World Series, too. You know, so congratulations to, to Marcus Simeon, who was a great player. deserves everything that you know he's always come close with the teams you know Toronto and this year he finally got it he finally got his World Series ring Corey Seager won his second World Series win His first one was in 2020. Montgomery, you know, after hearing, and most people believed it, oh, he's not a World Series, he's not a playoff pitcher. Well, his numbers proved you wrong. He did phenomenal. And so did Abaldi. And then I won't take it away from him. I know he got hurt, but Garcia, So he did really well. And this is this was a guy who got DFA'd so many times. I think three times in his career. He's only 30 years old too, guys. Which. It is insane to talk about. But he held his down, too, before he got injured. And in, uh, I think it was game three, I, I believe. And uh, same thing with Scherzer. Scherzer actually pitched, was actually doing phenomenal in game three until he got back tightness. Like, and then you had Chapman come in, and he looked like the old Chapman, which is great for the Rangers. You trade for this guy. He stunk during the season, and then all of a sudden he found his groove back, which I think is great. Jose LeClerc did very, very well as their closer. And like I said, Bruce Bochy knew exactly what he was doing. He had a game plan. He went with it. He went with it every time, and it helped him win. The they helped him win a World Series. So congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Their first in franchise history. But let's not take away from what the Diamondbacks did. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they fought after being the underdog all postseason long, ladies and gentlemen. And I will tell you that I didn't think they were going to beat the Dodgers. They weren't the favorite to beat Milwaukee. They weren't the favorite to beat the Dodgers. Hell, they weren't the favorite to beat the Philadelphia Phillies. Well, they swept the the Brewers in two games. They swept the Dodgers. And they... Fought the Phillies all the way to Game 7. So, yeah. This team... This team had enough. And this team said, well, watch us. And we did. And they got all the way to the World Series. And I hope this continues. They got a great team. Corbin Carroll, I think, will be a future star... Sooner rather than later. I believe Gallon will be phenomenal down the road. Catel Marte is already a phenomenal uh, player. And he also did a, a history 20. 20-game hit hitting streak. And the postseason, his first postseason, two, I should, I should mention. So this team is good. I hope they continue. I, I believe they will next year. Goriel is another guy who I think was a steal, to be honest with you. But I'm gonna be brutally honest. He is one hundred percent he was a steal. And he did very, very well. So we'll see what they do this off season. Like I said, they lost in five. They only won the one game. So I am kinda sad we didn't get a longer series, but both teams did very well. Both teams fought. And that's what you like to see. No one give up. It's not a one-sided World Series. Both teams fought hard, and there's nothing you can say. Both teams deserved it. They deserved to be there. And uh, you gotta think of all the teams that they fought too. The Rangers fought Baltimore. Who was that? Had the best record in the American League. and Tampa, too. And then, yeah, I yeah was it yeah Tampa, I believe. I think it was Tampa. They beat, which I didn't think they were gonna beat. To be honest with you, with that bullpen. They beat them. They swept Baltimore. And they took Houston to seven games. So, yeah. Texas is the real deal. They fought hard. They have a good team. Kind of want to see what they did in the off season. Hopefully it will be really good. Hopefully they re-sign the players and get better. I know DeGrom's going to come back, but we'll have to see what they do. But once again, congratulations to the Texas Rangers, your first World Series in franchise history. And I can't wait to see what's next in this offseason. And speaking of the off season, our next segment, we're going to talk about that. Some rumors already rumbling. And we'll be right back after this. All right. Welcome back. And right now I want to talk about some off season rumors and news that are breaking right these last couple of days. And the first off, a lot of surprises, to be honest, for you. Uh, both Justin Turner and Wade Miley declined their mutual options with their respective team, along with Mike Clevenger. And these surprised me because Turner signed a two-year deal with the Red Sox. And I at least thought He was going to stay with Boston. But now he's a free agent. He is... could go to any team. I believe he might actually re-sign with... Or not re-sign. Go back to the Dodgers. I mean, I... Think will probably be the best fit for him. Uh, Am I honestly? I I I'm just surprised by that. I never really thought he would opt out. I thought he may be looking to the two years. Um, but I don't know. We have to see. I don't know what his thought process was. But he did end up declining the option. He's gonna hit the free agent market. This guy could really play anywhere. He could play third, he could play first. I think he can't even play second. Um also a DH guy for the most part. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see where he goes. I probably I, I'm honestly thinking he's gonna go back to the, the Dodgers. I mean they already traded for Kike Hernandez. He's back with them. So, maybe another reunion could be in place. But the two other ones that I don't really get are both Miley and Clevenger. I mean, they're okay pitchers. They're decent. They're not going to make that much money hitting into the offseason. It's not going to happen. But, you know, again, we'll see where they go. Um, If they want to even continue playing. But we'll have to see where they end up going. What's going to go on with them. But other than that. uh, Not really too many people. Declined their options are big. Uh, Except for maybe like Cody Bellinger. But I kind of knew that. I kind of expected Bellinger to decline his option. Maybe he'll make more money, and get a bigger deal either with the Cubs or another team. I don't know who that would be. I kinda of don't really see the Yankees going after him, even though it makes sense for them, but we'll get them on We'll get them on a little bit. Bager will be good for anybody to be honest. He's a center fielder he can also play some first here and there. Anywhere in the outfield, he'll play. So basically, any team could use him. You could add that lefty bat anywhere. He'll be a good fit. I think he'll want to play for a contender. So we'll have to see. Uh, Cody Bellinger, one comeback player of the year. You know, he's done really well this year. I don't care what the analytics says. Analytics probably one of the dumbest things ever be invented in baseball. Don't care. You can't judge a, game, a player by numbers. But we'll have to see what, what goes on there. Uh, but he, I, but I think he's gonna get at least a four or five year deal. And we'll have to see what teams are interested in him. As of right now, I know it's the Cubs and the Yankees. We'll see who else is interested. Speaking of the New York Yankees, they are projected to be the favorite to get Juan Soto, if available this offseason. Why am I bringing this up? Well, one, because it's news. And two, the Yankees are going to make a mistake. And I am telling you that right now. I talked to some people. They're not that mad about it. But, the rumor is, if this trade does happen, the main piece of this trade will be Jason Dominguez. Why would you make that trade? The reported trade is supposedly supposedly Dominguez and Schmidt and maybe Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo, I can understand, because you can move LeMahieu to first, have Torres at second, Volpe at short, and then whoever at third. But Jason Dominguez, a dude who, once Judge's contract is up, he's 20 years old, right? Jason Dominguez is 20 years old. Aaron Judge is 30, 31. So when this contract is up, he'll be like 40. He'll be ready to retire, maybe. Dominguez will be 29, going into age 30, still in his prime. Why would you trade Jason Dominguez? My thing is if I'm the Yankees, if the Yankees were smart enough, if they're smart enough, they would go on and say, Well let's talk to Soto first. And you get him to resign. You get him to sign an extension. And then you make the trade. If he doesn't re sign, do not get rid of Jason Dominguez. This guy in the couple games that he's played prove he's a star. Don't go off get trading away your prospects because another trade rumor was Volpe and Dominguez and Schmidt. Unless you got another trade in, in play to get some shortstop because the free agent for shortstop is bad. Who are you going to get? Brandon Crawford? No offense to Crawford. But. Come on. The Yankees are also projected to get this Japanese guy. I kind of don't see it. I mean you could. But when did the Yankees ever spend that much money? I think you guys they need to do a lot more than the pitcher and soto if it comes to that. You also need more bullpen help. You need more outfield help. Because let's face it, if they trade for Soto, that's your left fielder. But you trade Dominguez, you need a center fielder. I would put I would personally go get Bellinger. If the Yankees truly want to be the evil empire, this is what you do. Trade for Soto, get the Japanese guy, sign Josh Hader. you need a closer, regardless or not, sign Cody Bellinger, and you can be the evil empire. Because think about that. You have, what, you'll probably have but you first judge second soto Bellinger or maybe Soto Stanton Bellinger Rizzo Going right what you have couple righties, couple lefties? They need a lefty bat, there's no doubt about that. They need a good closer. I would go either with Josh Hare or Liam Hendricks. They need to do something. They're not going to be in on Soto. So I don't believe that rumor that I don't count them out. No, I count them out. They're not going to be that great. They're not going to be in that interested in Soto. Or Otani. Sorry. not Soto. Otani. He's, he's got to go somewhere else. But we'll have to see. But the last couple of years, the Yankees have done nothing. Me personally, I think they need, I would just let the manager manage. This is his last year. He's already been there seven years. So I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Let's go on. Let's see what they do. And we'll take it from there. Speaking of Botani. he is interested in Boston. That's the rumor. He's intrigued by Boston. Dad? I would love to see that. Boston hasn't been good for the last couple of years. They got a new general manager. He's saying that he's ready to win. He wants to bring a title in, so I'm guessing he's going to spend the money. He got the okay. So, if that's the case, sign Otani. He'll be a hitter for this year. Sign him. Sign Blake Snell. Give Chris Sale some help. You got Jansen. Get some bullpen pieces. And then Boston will probably be back up there. I think the AL East is going to be fun to watch. Baltimore is good. They're probably going to reign supreme. They're probably going to keep uh, make a couple small moves. But we'll have to see. And... The Red Sox get tiny and more pieces. Oh, you better watch out! All right, that's gonna do it for me. That was the news. That was my take on the World Series. Let me know what you guys think of the World Series. Let me know what you think's gonna happen this off season. And if you want to be on please either send me a link on social media. You could uh at J Dog 9813 on Instagram or the deadline 2023 on Twitter. If you want to be on and let me know your comments, you know, send it right down below. And let me know if you like what you hear, please give me a follow. We are on more platforms, not just Spotify. We're on Apple Podcast and we're on Google Podcast. I want I want to appreciate all of you people who, who have been listening and been sticking by with me. I really do appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for your support. But other than that, we're gonna sign you. We're gonna sign off. And I will see you all in the next one.